Welcome to Tooth or Dare with Irene and Whitney, the first dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies deliver suction-dropping dental stuff and epic interviews with your favorite social media dental peeps. Then, because they are amazing, they close the show with a live and uncensored version of Tooth or Dare. Now let's put our overgloves together for Irene and Whitney. Hello, Whitney. Hello again. How's it going, friend? It's going well. How are you? Oh, you know, living my best life. <laughs> there you go. Did you say that last week with the guest host or no? Uh, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't. See? And I was so disappointed. You know what? I was flustered. <laughs> I was flustered for so many reasons. First of all, it was like, happy belated birthday, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. And happy early birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was flustered because you weren't there. <laughs> And I felt, I felt I had mixed emotions. I had mixed emotions. I felt like I was cheating on you uh, almost. No, but it was. And then, it was and then I was outnumbered. I was outnumbered yeah. by by men. Where normally, like the female is outnumbered the men, just because we're both female. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt outnumbered, and I knew that they had a lot in common. So Joshua, Austin, DDS, and Doctor Bloody Tooth Guy. Um, I knew they had a lot in common. Like they both like sneakers and watches and football fans so I, I felt like I was going to slowly be pushed out of the interview that's so funny but it all went well and I could see his face and I'm allowed to say this but you know bloody tooth guy is a secret dude right. on Instagram um so when he logged in you know Josh and I did our intros first and then he logged in on the zoom and we thought he was gonna have his camera turned off but he had his camera turned on the whole time that was nice of him. so I had I had this vision in my mind of what he would look like, and then I saw him, and I'm like, half of my material is gone. But anyway, so I, I apologize for everyone that listened to the last episode. Um, my microphone was not plugged in, so I was talking into my microphone thinking it was on, so that's why my audio sounded like I was in the other room. I tried my best. It happens. It's all good. It was good yeah. content. How are you? What's going on in your world? Doing well. Just got my flu shot. Feeling a little tired. <laughs> oh, yeah? I've, do you know I've never had a flu shot? Oh, really? Okay. Solid. I also don't think I've ever had the flu. Well, then that's great news. I truly, for me, I know everyone feels different about it, but I used to get the flu real bad every year. Like, I'd be out for weeks. And ever since I began the flu shot, I might get sick, but just like a couple of days, not a big deal. I truly feel like it helps me. But that's huh, good for you. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I've never had the flu shot. Huh. So it's Thursday. What are you up to this week? Filming a bunch of stuff. How about you? Uh, I am going to St. John's, Newfoundland. I'm probably, oh. I'm already there. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm already there. That's um, fun. I, I got, what is that called? Like, when you're like being accepted into a tribe. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, ina- inaugurated? Yeah, like initiated. Inaugur- I did something with Newfoundlanders before at a wedding. I had to say this sentence and it was wild because they speak very different. You know what yeah. I'm talking Yeah? Yeah. You'd, even us as Canadians, half the time we don't understand them. What are you doing there? Uh, I am speaking. So I'm going, so you know, you have ADHA, we have CDHA, yeah. Canadian Dental Hygiene Association. So they have an annual event and it's cool. They move it around the country. We've got obviously a big country. So they move it to a different city each year. And this year it's in St. John's, Newfoundland, which is on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Cute, cute little like island um, right on the coast. That'd be fun. Famous for their lobster. So I'm, I get to do something pretty monumental in my 
like it makes me want to cry thinking about it but I'm not going to cry because I'm a professional um I'm hosting the Crest and Roll B breakfast oh cool so that's really it's cool. like the like an MC like the, yeah um so it's I'm emceeing the breakfast and then I'm interviewing three panelists and two of the three panelists I basically owe my career to, like my speaking career to. Yeah, Jennifer Turner is one of them. She's like a former president of the CDHA. And then Kathleen Bukowski is the other one. She owns like this speaking company here called RDHU. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm trying to like just hold down the emotions and make jokes. But that'll be a lot of feels. It'll be good. I'm going (laughs) to catch so many feels. I got to and I got to keep it. Yeah. So I got some some tricks up my sleeves on how to make it fun. I don't know. See, maybe we'll we'll publish this live or something on Insta. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It. I love it. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool. So tell me about this episode. So yeah, you, you've been editing it. Yeah, you know. So it's so, so it's cool going back and like tooth, tooth booth, right? Yes, tooth, tooth, booth, booth. tooth booth. She's inspired me. I already messaged her like, can you give me people in Chicago? I'm like curious now. Aww. I want to like start maybe doing something uh this this episode was kindly sponsored by Hugh Freedy and we have a little little thing to chat about real quick yeah so Hugh Freedy came up with something really cool to kind of tack on to an existing assessment tool so have you tried the HD mirrors I have not yet but I know I'm about to yeah so the HD mirrors are cool they are a lot clear clearer and they uh, have a great magnification of like visualization when you're using in direct vision so Hugh Freedy added something kind of to piggyback that and it's called the HD black line mirror it has a diamond like carbon coating so the entire mirror is black Uh, yeah so it's got this like matte black coating it helps to reduce glare up to 80 percent in comparison to like a standard metal metal mirror and handle um which i know for me like i use loops so sometimes when i get that glare in my eye you use loops too have you ever had that like mirror glare and or handle glare and you're like "Ah, i'm blinded for a couple minutes so this helps to reduce that like strain on your eyes the fatigue Uh, and then we don't have to modify our position so our seating position just to like avoid the glare so it helps with your posture Um, it's double-sided as well right yeah I think they said yeah I believe I believe it's double-sided as well which is cool because I always catch myself like hooking the cheek like if you're in quad two buckle and you're trying to like see the distal of a molar I always find that I like do the like fish hook thing and then I use the back of my and I can't see so I'm like leaning over the the patient to try and see so the double-sided mirror is clutch I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I always, I always find myself saying to patients, "Sorry to pull your cheek." Like I feel yeah. like I'm always saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I got some statistics here. Oh, fact me, baby. <laughs> I'm really I, <laughs> throw I'm those not, facts at me. I'm not usually the statistic person, but I'm kind of excited they gave this to us, and I'm gonna read it. Okay. The superior brilliance in color. Are you ready? I'm 100, ready. One hundred percent reflection factor. For exceptional image clarity, 113% sounds like better than 100, right? So that's sounds really cool. Sounds like a lot better than a lot of, than 112 other numbers. <laughs> the 38.5% brighter than rhodium coated mirror glass, which I just learned from you earlier. Rhodium is, is a coating. A yeah. Super cool you, liquid used, element. Used in thing. coating gold and and platinum. Mm-hmm. Solid. And then. It's 50% brighter than other front surface mirror glass. So, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a real good mirror to me. I'm excited to try yeah, it. Yeah, I'm excited to try it too. We're going to be getting some pretty soon. They're just they're just about to drop, so hopefully we get them we while they're hot. So, 
Thank you, Hugh Freedy, for continuing to push out products that are making our lives easier as clinicians. I mean, our eyes are important. Our posture is important. That's what builds the longevity in our careers. So thank you for sponsoring this episode, but also for continuing to help us grow as clinicians. Thank you. And then this episode today, we're going to dedicate it to... It's me, right? It's you. Yeah, I dedicated it last time. Awesome, because I got someone. We're going to dedicate this one to Strictly Dental Pro. (gasps) Yes! Uh, Lisa! Yeah, Lisa. Lisa. I met her for the first time at ADHA. She was so nice. I really liked her her vibe. So Lisa, you can find her at at Strictly Dental Pro. She's really nice. So uh, I hope she listens. I think she listens. So um, hi, hi Lisa. Hi, Lisa. This is for you. Love you. Yay. Thank you. All right. Let's get into this episode now. So when you look at it, it should say two, three, four, five, six on your screen. You see the number? It's Yeah, the timer. Is the timer moving? Yeah, that's it. Perfect. You're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Good. Hi, Whitney. Shoot. There is hair in it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No one knows what that means. Okay. All right. Before we we need to some context. So Whitney comes on the podcast before we started pressing record, before we even introduce who our guest, our amazing guest is today. She shows me this little stress ball thing. It's like a chicken. Is that a red chicken? I'm I'm doing this thing that I normally do where I describe what I'm seeing on the screen. So she shows me this little chicken. It's one of those stress balls, but it's not just like a regular stress ball. It's like one of those like sticky goopy ones that and that collect hair so i said to whitney and 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 lint and fuzz and dust (laughs) and whatever so i said to whitney whitney it's gonna get gross and she's like no it's fine just as we press record as we just press record i'm like what is this on but then you did the worst you just did the worst thing possible you wiped it on your shirt which then is going to transfer the lint from your shirt (laughs) anywho well welcome to another fantastic episode of irene and whitney rant we've got (laughs) we've got another awesome i fangirl when i look at your instagram i'm I'm just saying we've got dr shana hughes dmd in the house I can't believe she's here she's beautiful i know well listen I, I mean i guess it's like the world that we live in today like everybody we're like so voyeuristic that we want to know like what people's lives are about but i always think like when people say that they follow me or whatever i'm like really i'm not interesting at all Girl, i feel like, you i'm the same not at all. You both it's, are very interesting. No, <laughs> it's just that we're open. It's yeah. that we're like we don't care and we just post whatever. Yeah, you're is so what it humble. Is. That's <laughs> modesty at its finest. <laughs> well, okay. Oh my. God. Maybe people are just bored. You know. Well, Maybe. Do you ever look at how long you spend on Instagram? I I learned. Oh, I no, learned. It's depressing. I, I learned don't look at this it. <laughs> feature on my phone at a party. I went to a party this week and there was a girl that was there who's like a new mom and she was like, oh, I listen, I, I look at Instagram all the time because she's breastfeeding. So she does, she looks at Instagram when she breastfeeds. She's like, you know, I, I 45 minutes a day. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's girl, like before I've climbed out of bed. I'm, exactly. Right. I'm, like, I'm in bed for 45 minutes checking my DMs before I even like get to the work of Instagram. Oh, 
Yes. Oh my yes. Gosh. Bless her heart. Oh How are you today? Thank you for being here with us. Yes, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Um, and I know we talked a little bit before um, Whitney even got off work there, but <laughs> I said, I. I have like no time. I have zero time because I'm always on Instagram or working or doing both <laughs> because, you know, I have to remind my husband that Instagram is work for me. Technically, uh, yeah. it's how I get patients. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I teach now, so it's how I get students. I mean, so when he wants to start getting a little bit sassy about me being on Instagram, which probably I'm looking at shoes or something when he does that. But I always <sighs> remind him it feeds us. So it feeds Instagram us. is a job. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, it's awesome. So, you are a dentist who owns her own practice? I do, yes. And where where is your practice and how long? Yeah, how long and where? Russell Springs, Kentucky. So, it's South Central Kentucky. And, let's see, March of 2012. March of 2012. How far are you from Louisville? Did I say it right? I was just thinking that, girl. (laughs) if you're from Kentucky, you say Louisville. 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 Like, yeah. like Louisville. you have something stuck in your mouth. Louisville. Exactly. I still yes. did better. I didn't say Louisville. I said Louisville. I tried. You, you did very good because some Thank people you. say Louisville. I mean, that's what I was thinking, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. My dog's yeah. name is Lou. We call him Louis. So in my head, it's just <laughs> Louisville. It's, it's his town. Yeah. So we are, um, it's so funny because I tell everybody we're kind of in the vicinity of a lot of places, but not really close to anywhere. So I'm like an hour and a half from Lexington. I'm an hour and a half from Nashville and I'm an hour and a half from Louisville. Oh, wow. And you are an hour and a half from all of those places, but nowhere really in between. It's like you and then farm fields and then those places. Yeah basically well lake we have the lake around us so um a lot of times like if you're if i'm in the kentucky like especially louisville or like the ohio area when you say russell springs everybody's like i have no idea where that is and then you can say lake cumberland and they're like oh i have a vacation home there okay so i see i've personally been on that lake two times i've been in the lake like one time lakes are creepy you don't know what's under it yeah, like it, it's all you know, mush. It's mush underneath. It's not yes, like it's rock. Dis- it's disgusting. Like I don't know <laughs> who's draining their septic tanks in there, and there's fish there you poop, go. and you know there's. It's weird. I don't like it. No, <laughs> I like I like skiing, water skiing. So we do yeah. like jet skiing, water skiing. When we go, we call summer homes here cottages in Canada. Yeah. Oh, so that seems so regal. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are pretty regal. They're like they're bigger than like regular homes, but they're cool. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest extent of going in a lake. It's like in a boat that tows you, and then as soon as I hit the water, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm so, out of here. I mean, here's the thing. You know, I if you follow me on Instagram, you already know. Like, I hate to wash my hair. Like, hate it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I will love you. Any, it's terrible. It's the worst. So I will. I mean, I come up with some. Cr- crazy hairstyle sometimes just to get around the fact the braids of, you know, the braids for yeah. three days yeah oh yeah I <laughs> yeah. mean for, forever I don't even redo them um we have little <laughs> toothpaste caps so that I can wear a cap to work and yeah oh, awesome. I mean yeah so I hate to wash my hair so nothing about the lake appeals to me I'm a skincare freak so I don't want to be in the sun yeah. I don't want to get in the water because I'm gonna have to wash my hair um I don't really <laughs> you, like you could sweat, wear one of those swimming so. caps that look like you have, like, a condom on your head. 
No? All right. Yes, I, I should mean, get one of those. Okay. <laughs> so what's it like? So you've, you've, uh, within the last few years, I guess, so correct me if I'm wrong with the timing, but within the last little while, you've really jumped up or increased your passion for dermal fillers and Botox. How is it like yeah, incorporating I'm- that type of practice into your practice in a smaller town so it's really odd because when I opened here okay I remember I was going to open with another dentist here in town um and kind of the same problem I guess everybody faces when they're first graduating from dental school and thinking about hopping into like an older practice there's you know there's no digital they don't really push like a lot of comprehensive Mm -hmm. treatment it's toothaches and you know I mean so, I thought um, I would maybe work for somebody else for a little bit and then open my own. And um, one of my professors, oddly enough, like the one that scared me the most, I'm pretty sure she hated me all through dental school. But then when she <laughs> found out I was going to work for somebody else, she was like, what are you doing? You're stupid. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like I already knew you felt that way about me, but why are you saying it right now? <laughs> and she was like, you need to open up on your own. Like whether you have to open in a strip mall, like, I don't care. Find a space, open up. So I was like, okay, so um, I started that whole process, but I remember the dentist I was going in with tried to scare me pretty badly because he was like, you know, like you have this passion for like cosmetics and aesthetics, and I don't know if you've looked around where we live, but people don't even like to brush their teeth here. I mean, that's that's great to say about your community, you know. So, um, and I'm like, yeah, but also I think, um, not to be totally cheesy, but your your vibe attracts your tribe. I mean, so if he's thinking he doesn't want to do any of that stuff, then why would anybody, you know, be coming to him asking for that sort of right. thing? Right. So when we opened here, what was I always knew that I liked more of the cosmetic side of it, but of course we were like family cosmetic dentistry. Um, and so I did kind of everything. I had two ops, no hygienist, and, you know, they don't really teach dentists how to clean teeth in dental school, so that was pretty horrible, so I added a hygienist as soon as I could, um, (laughs) and we went from two to five here, and in December, we're going from five to ten ops, Um, but it just, I mean, at first, I just opened up with dentistry, like, we didn't have steric, we didn't have, um, we had digital, we've always been digital here. Um, but it was kind of basic dentistry because you're just trying to build yourself up. Um, I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't plan on, you know, people are always like, how did you know that you wanted to do like the whole Botox and fillers route? I didn't know when I was in dental school that that was even an option, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, honestly, I used to hop next door. So the building I'm in, I own now, but there's three suites. And so I used to hop next door. There was a little aesthetics of place, and I would go at lunch and get my Botox, right? Um, and then we got this letter that they were closing, and my mom was, like, panicking. So she's <laughs> my office manager, and I normally have to, like, before I do any kind of um, CEs, I have to, like, basically do a PowerPoint presentation for her. Like, this is how much it costs. This is where I have to go train. These are the dates I can train. This is what... The flight's going to cost. This is my projected return on investment. Am I approved? Can I go? And so I hopped up to the front and I was like, so what do you think about me? Like maybe being trained on like Botox and fillers? And she's like, yes. 
So that was a selfish decision on her behalf, I think. It was like, like, what what is the ROI? I don't care about the ROI. Am I getting free shit done? Yes, I am. Absolutely, (laughs) I am. Yeah, like, fix my freaking face. Yeah. So, um, I was like, okay, well, I can can go in November in, like, San Diego. This was, like, October. So, I can go in November in San Diego and get trained. Or I can wait and, like, go closer in March. And she was like, no, book a flight. Go ahead and go to San Diego. So I was like, okay. So then I just thought, well, I'm just going to do basic stuff because I basically just wanted to do enough to keep up with, you know, mine and my mom's face, basically. And at (laughs) that time, we were just kind of getting basic Botox. So um, then I thought, well, maybe I'll take an advanced course. And this was like a little while later. So I came up to the front and I was like, hey, so I was thinking about maybe taking an advanced course, but I don't know. We're doing fine with what I know. And she's like, can you fix this? And I was like, no. And she's like, then you need an advanced course. What did she want like, you to okay. fix? It was like some advanced Botox that she needed to fix, like her bunny lines or some shit. I don't know. It wasn't even that hard. You know, that's like basic, basically. But anyway, long story short, now, yeah, she never fights me on anything aesthetics as far as any CE. Um, and it just grew really organically here. Like I didn't promote it. I didn't do a lot on Instagram with it. So sometimes people are like, oh, so you just started out. I think they just think that I recently started out doing it maybe because we just started promoting it on Instagram. Mm, But I've been injecting since. You can see that you've been doing it for a while, but now you're way more active on it. So way more active, and that's part of the reason that I've welcomed in my associate too. So the plan with the expansion is almost all dental work will be um, on one side of my building, um, and then the other side is almost all just aesthetics or like my implant dentistry or like my bigger cases, you know, like veneers and things like that. Um, But yeah, so I'm right now almost all aesthetics all day. I think... Yesterday, I did, like, one filling. <laughs> so, hey, that's not, that's not uh, a bad thing. Never mind. Right, that's awesome. No. That I was going to ask, did you, can you, did you start, did you do your own Botox? You said you and your mom. I, yes, and I you still could do. do. And you I do can, my oh, own lips, awesome. too. Oh, my that's goodness. That's so awesome. And How do you get the right angle, on? though? It's hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, I'm right-handed, and, like, I totally need to touch up on my left I know, side right like, now. My mom does her own, too, and I, Yeah. It's hard. I don't don't know how she does it. Well, also, I'm a control freak. So, you know, like, there's people that I would trust, but I see them maybe once a year, and it may not be time for, like, you know, my touch-up. Do you find find it hard to not overgo? Uh... Like, yeah, probably when you, when you go and you pay for someone to do it, it's like, okay, I know that this will last me six months or I know like how your face reacts. It'll last me three to four months. But like, since it's always there, you're like, oh, this one eyebrow is lifting a little higher than the other. Absolutely. (laughs) My husband would say I have a needle in my face like once a week because it's just too easy. I have refrained right now. Like if you guys look at my face, I do have some expression right now. So I'm I'm like, thank you. I'm due for some Botox, but it's just, you know. Do you you want to answer some Instagram questions? Because legit, like these are all Instagram questions that I got for you today. I thought that there wasn't any today. So I was like, oh man, it's Honestly, and I know this is a bad thing to do, but I post... I post it the day of the interview because if I post it too far in advance, then there's just so many and, and the people. Right. 
So, yeah. Okay, so where else can you use Kybella? So maybe just for the people that are out there that don't know what Kybella is. Yeah. Okay, so Kybella, oh, it's amazing. It's like, forget Botox. Kybella is the miracle in a bottle. I mean, did you guys look on my Instagram account, like at my befores and afters before we came on here? I did. Like, I just liked in like dental, about 40 pictures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, in dental school, I was, like, a skinny mini, okay? I'm not saying I'm big right now, but, like, I didn't eat. I didn't have time to eat, and so I was super skinny. But if you look back to my pictures, I looked atrocious. Like, I'm retronathic, and so automatically, you know, when you got a weak chin and you probably needed some orthopedic surgery that you didn't get, um, then you automatically look a little thicker around your jawline. Um, so... All this, like my entire lower face, essentially, is um, the product of Cabela and filler. So, Cabela is amazing, and it's permanent. What's so the active the, ingredient in it? What makes it burn? Deoxycyclic acid, which is the same acid that, like, your body makes to emulsify fat. So, hmm. it's amazing. So, what is Cabela? Like, what does it do? Is it like a filler? How, how would you explain it? Nope, it is, I mean, it's acid that eats away your fat. Okay, I mean, that's it's pretty crazy. cool. That's yeah, wild. it's crazy. Let's get it's wild. It's basically like taking the acid that your gallbladder makes and just uh-huh. pumping it into specified so, areas. So to answer this person's question, so where else can you use it? So you can use it in your face, in your yeah, anywhere so in your face? Well, technically, FDA on-label approval is only for double chin. Now, FDA approval, we don't use a lot of injectables on on, just on-label. So, off-label, you can use it for jowling. Um, We do that a ton. You can, I can't because I'm a dentist, so I have to stay head and neck region. But nurses, doctors, nurse practitioners, depending on where you practice, you can do the banana roll underneath your butt. So those girls that want like really good definition, you know, oh. they hate like in a bathing suit that little, oh. you know, the little fold. Huh. So you That's can do it banana roll. Um, a really underarm too. Area. Yes. And bra so line that, strap. Yes, that is. Yeah. That's a big area. And um, the knees. The uh-huh. inner thighs, outer thighs, like a saddlebag area, uh-huh. and then lower tummy. So, like, those moms that are like, oh, everything's great except for this this tiny little pocket down here. And so, they usually, like, pinch a little inch down there, mm. and that can be done with Cabela. So, do you need more than one session, or is it usually resolved in one session? It depends. It depends on how aggressive your injector is. So a lot of injectors like to keep it at two vials. And so in those cases, then yeah, usually you're going to take multiple rounds. Um, But like in my case, I did three vials, one session and I was good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So it just depends on. And it's not cheap either, right? It's super expensive. it is not cheap. Um, we charge by the vial, and so I don't I don't know how it is in Canada, but U.S. it's usually six hundred dollars a vial. So it's more um, expensive there. Well, I guess it, it's around the same price conversion rates and stuff. But yeah, that's about that's about what yeah. it is here too. So, but I do tell everybody. I mean, the awesome part is it's permanent. Right. Um, it is expensive, but it's permanent. It's not like something that you have to keep up. 
And then, I mean, obviously, if somebody comes in and I know it's going to take multiple rounds, multiple vials, and it's going to be so expensive for them, then at that point, we have that little talk about, hey, Kybella might not be it. It may be a diet that we need and then some Kybella right. or maybe some Lipo. You know, at that point, you got to weigh it out and Lipo would probably be more cost efficient for you. Right. Yeah. Someone asked, can dental hygienists ultimately do injectables? Now, I know in Canada, certain provinces in Canada, we can't even give local anesthetics. So I know that's going to be a huge stretch here in Canada. What about in the U.S.? in the U.S. So in the U.S., there's areas where, yeah, the same. Um, You can't even, you know, numb my patients for me. Now, here in Kentucky, um, I almost never administer anesthesia. My my um, hygienists do all the numbing for me just to keep things going smoothly um but they cannot do injectables which is kind of crazy to me because if you think about it like you've got PAs and nurses and I mean you know that's fine I realize that they also do injections through the day but my hygienists are trained to do injections in the like in the mouth they're targeting specific nerves so you would think if a PA a nurse can do these injectables and then even some states in the some states here, like Colorado, an esthetician can do injectables, and they yeah. literally have six months of training with no anatomy. So that is that's crazy to me. Like I'm yeah. sorry, estheticians. I just know I've had head and neck anatomy, and sometimes I feel nervous about certain injectables. So I feel like if you haven't had that background, I I mean you don't even know enough to be scared enough to be doing these these injectables. Right. So definitely, depending on, you know, what state you're in, know the laws so you know who can inject you because Mm -hmm. just because they can in that state doesn't mean maybe that they should. So just. Mm -hmm. Well, you see a lot of these Instagram accounts that are like, you don't really know who the person is that's doing it. It's kind of like a random account and someone's hands doing it, but you don't know who is behind. And you you had posted something about people buying counterfeit stuff or people buying like off. You can buy counterfeit stuff now, um, which is just crazy to me. So um, how do do you buy counterfeit injectables? it's scary. I have these accounts that will send me emails weekly. That's like, and you can tell like it's in broken English. You know, it's like, we send you fillers in whatever box you want. And I'm no. like, yeah, no. So it's like buying like fake designer stuff, basically. Yeah, oh, basically. And what's and in so it? They even, I have no idea. I mean, because it could be anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your face, too. It's your face. And it's amazing to me. Like, we've had patients come in here before. People have come in, botched, wanting me to fix them. And I'm like, so, like, you know, where did you go? And they may tell me the town or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so was it a doctor or a nurse? Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, I don't know. I mean, I guess she was a doctor. She was doing, I'm like, you didn't get her name? Like, you you don't know who was doing this? You didn't, right. You didn't look into that? So... I just think it's so easy. The awesome thing about Instagram today is, thank goodness, it's like, it's mainstreamed injectables for me, which is awesome because that means there's more people wanting it. But at the same time, it's got patients treating it like it's going to get some highlights, you know? 
or yeah. a pedicure mm-hmm. or a manicure. And I'm like, it's not the same. It's, it's a medical, medical procedure, procedure, right? Yeah. Yes. With serious mm-hmm. side effects if done incorrectly. Yes. We've all we've all seen those pictures on social media and of like duck faces and it's awful. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, so another question was can all dentists do this? So um you need training no. obviously. Right. So it's dependent upon the state. So not every state um just like how not every state will allow you know, estheticians to do it. Not every state's going to allow dentists to do it. Some states are really super strict. Like Alabama, I, I think it's physician only, like it's MD only. So it's not even RNs or, you know, nurse practitioners or... Who, who um, decides that? The board. I guess the, the separate boards. The I don't dental know. board. Yeah. So, and you know, you've got a lot of these places where they're going to be... Um, like, probably their medical board is fighting in Alabama to make sure that no other specialties, mm. you know, They're are... trying to keep the, the all of the treatment, all the patients, and all the money. Absolutely, yes. Right. I see. But so, you, and you do um, some training now. So, what kind of training? I do. How do you... How did you do that? What did you start with that? Um. So, actually, my Allergan rep... So, Allergan is who... Um, it's the producer of Botox, Cabela, um, Skin Medica, and um, Juvederm, Juvederm, the Juvederm line of fillers. Mm-hmm. Latisse. Um, so my allergen rep had an account um, where I guess their main injector had left, had moved states, and so it was an existing business. They hired a injector that had some experience, but not a ton of experience. And so they were desperate. They needed somebody to train, like, quick. So somehow they asked me to come in and train. Um, And so it wasn't anything that I planned. I just was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll help out. So I went, and I loved it. And they loved me and had rave reviews. So I was like, okay, well, you know, that was cool. So then from there, she had some other accounts that were like, would you also come in and maybe help? with some things. So those reps can only bring people in to teach on-label uses of these injectables. Right. right. Um, but obviously they want people to know off-label because if you're using it in more areas, then you're using you more product. More. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, in that case, then you really need, you know, advanced training, not through the, the specific company. So um, that was really organic too. Like it just so happened that... Then other people started asking me, so I was like, okay. So the companies, the main companies that I love to train with are Palette Resources. That's a common question I get, too. So if you're listening, maybe write this down. Um, Mm -hmm. Palette Resources and then Metastatics Trainings. So I love those companies because it's really small class size and everybody gets to inject. So you're not just going and watching somebody on a screen right you know inject and you gotta be feel it people. right like you gotta be you able gotta to feel do it. it and feel it otherwise how do you exactly really know right it's a hand skill that would yeah. be like going to dental school and after second year being like okay you're ready to go <laughs> you know you've got all the book stuff you'll figure it out um totally. so i love those companies so um and actually, one of the injectors I love to follow, too. So, if you are already following me and you're kind of mainly in the dental community, but just kind of starting with the injection stuff, 
Um, she's Botox Bunny. And so, Botox Bunny trains with Metastatics as well. And so, I was kind of a groupie of hers. I'm a fangirl. Um, and so, Botox the company that she Bunny. trains with. Let's find Botox Bunny here. Yeah. Oh, that's who I'm looking she's, up to. Yeah. She's All fun. Right. Let's, let's, let's creep her. Botox so, Bunny. Erica? Erica Berry. Oh, I follow Erica her. Erica Berry. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, super cute. She's super cute. So, the company that I train with um, is the same company that she trains for. So, um, they ended up asking me if I would be interested about, you know, coming aboard, and I said yes, and did a little interview, and then they announced it, what, like a month ago? Um, so now I do some group trainings with them, so my advice to Dennis wanting to get started, or anybody wanting to get started, um, is to first take, like, a basic level certification mm -hmm. course through a company like Metastatics or Palette where you're, it's going to be like five to eight in a class, so you can really get a feel for it. Start doing some basic stuff so you can take that back to the office and mm -hmm. kind of get comfortable with that. And then grab a private trainer like Erica or yeah. me. So I do a lot of privates now, too. Like I'm about to go and do a three-day in Florida coming up. Um, so you just May. work with one specific practice? Yeah, so where I just work with one specific practice. And it works out so well because then at that point – that really helps you to implement that in your practice because you're not having, you know, you're not like in a hotel conference room or you're not at somebody else's office. Like you're at your office with your staff, with your supplies. So you're not having to, you can just be in your element and be really comfortable. Um, and then that way too, I can give them pointers about, you know, you can go to these classes and you can learn the injectables aspect of it, but like how to incorporate it into your business model. Mm -hmm. What's, you know, how to do some packages for people to help understand a little bit yeah. better how you're going to present on social media, how to do your before and afters, you know. So that's cool. Yeah. That's so, so good you have your associate if you're traveling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, I feel like for, you know, however many years she just started. She had a baby um, late summer, so until she came on last year, I feel like every time I had to leave, of course, you know, the, the entire office shut down, so I could have never trained or entertained any kind of idea like that. I felt bad even closing for my own CE, so mm -hmm. it's been amazing. Someone asked, awesome. um, is this covered by insurance? And then, um, and then someone else asked, so these two questions might tie in together, okay, how does this thing work for clenching and grinding? So maybe those two okay. ways, if it's dental-related. Right. So if it's – and dental's not going to pay for it. If no. it um, If it's facial pain, migraines, that sort of thing, sometimes you can get it coded to for medical to cover it. We do not bill any of it to medical, though. We always – you know, if people call and ask us or if they ask me in the chair, I'm like – we can give you the notes and we can give you codes for it and you yeah. can bill it with your, yeah, you can take it up with your insurance if you want, but it's all, we do it You don't all. want that responsibility and having to deal with no, it not being covered. No, and because, let's say, out of all the people that come in and say that they're getting Botox for a headache, I'm just going to call you out, everybody. Out of everybody that comes in and says they're getting Botox for a headache, maybe 5% is actually getting Botox for a headache. I mean, right. you're just, I yeah. mean it does help. It's so funny. These ladies will come in and they're like, because I think they don't even want to admit to themselves that they want it, you know, for vanity. Yeah. 
we're all vain. Get over right, it. Like, I just right. own it. I'm the most right. vain person on the planet. So just, <laughs> you know, I think as soon as we admit that to ourselves, yeah. then it's cool. Even if you don't yeah. think you're vain, you are. You're vain about something, you know? Right. Yep. Oh, totally. So these ladies will come in and they're like, so, um, yeah, I heard that Botox will like really help with headaches. And it seems like like when I, when I make this face, this is really the origin of my headaches, oh. like right here. And they're pointing like to where their makeup cakes in between their eyes, and I'm like, that's definitely Karen. That's not where your headaches originating from, you know. That's where your so ugly butt it wrinkle work? is. How does it work for TMD TMD pain, like or? Is it related so, to masseters? Yeah, masseters. so if you have hyperactive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and temporalis as well. So, but most people, most people, it's it originates in the masseters. Usually, if we treat temporalis, it's after we've treated masseters for so long that now the temporalis has it's kicked activating. in. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. So, do you recommend that? I feel like I've talked to patients a lot. You know, I'm a hygienist, and I feel like people, patients truly are like, gosh, my jaw, my night guard, everything. Have you heard about doing Botox on the, on my, you know, jaw? And so like, I feel like it's becoming very mainstream that patients just know about it. It is. Um, I think the problem is, is it takes a lot of units to treat a master. I mean, you think about how strong a masseter is and if mm -hmm. there's just strong enough that they're complaining about those symptoms and they've tried like other therapies, like nocturnal back guard, whatever, mm -hmm. um, then it's going to take a lot for them. Like the how much is a about, lot? Like so how many units could, per side? It could be 20 units per side. So it's no. 40 units of Botox. Yeah. That's oh. like a so, whole forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Just on one side. So, wow. you know, so at our practice. And that's expensive depending on how much someone charges. Per, right. It right? could be like 240 per side. Yeah. So, you know, you got 480 total in it. Which the good news is if you're doing Botox for vanity, typically you're getting Botox every, you know, 90 to 120 days if you're keeping up with it correctly. Um, that's not the case for masseters. That's been the only area in my experience that it's almost like you're retraining that muscle. So, a lot of times... The first couple rounds you are doing about every four months. Um, then after that, you can really drop back and do it about every nine months to a year. Hmm. So that's the interesting part about masseters. Another thing to remember is I think we've got these people that are kind of blindly treating masseters. And they're not doing it properly. The thing that you've got to watch out for on masseters, especially if you're going to somebody like, okay, my associate, for instance, she is not interested in like injectables, facial aesthetics as far as injectables, but she wants to do some therapeutic Botox. So I've encouraged her, that's fine if we want to do it for therapy, but you also need to know what that's doing aesthetically to the patient because right. you can target your, their pain. I mean, you can get rid of the pain, absolutely, but you have to know how that's going to change their face because, I mean, if they're in severe pain, as in, you know, their headache days are or six out of seven days a week, they may not care what it ends up looking like. But the normal person right. that's just having headaches here and there, if you start messing with their facial aesthetics, even if you've treated their pain, then they're gonna they're gonna get upset. Um, and so I don't mm -hmm. think a lot of practitioners don't always take 
that into account. Like, for instance, if you go on my Instagram mm-hmm. page and you look back through the pictures of me, one of the other things that's changed about me over the years is I had a really square face from really large masters. So I've treated those, and that's kind of slenderized my face and given me a little more of, like, that heart shape down here on my chin. Um, but had I been, like, really super jolly, if you'd hit those masseters, then that's going to make those jowls bigger. Or if you've got somebody that maybe oh. just has a baby jowl and they're already complaining about that, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and I feel like my masters are really big, so can we just treat those and slim things down? Well, yeah, I can. But when I do, that tension back here that's on your masters, when that goes lax, that's going to cause that mini jowl to be a full-on jowl. So you got to be careful oh, of that. Wow. And then another thing, right. um, and I think this is a big issue that – not a lot of injectors are looking at now, but like think about what we learned as far as um, skeletal muscular system in school. So, you know, what makes bone density? It's muscle activity. Um, so that's why like a lot of elderly ladies, if they're still lifting weights, um, then, you know, they're probably pretty golden. They're strong. Their muscles are, yeah. are good. So their bones are good. So if you're blasting that muscle, you know, if you're over-treating that muscle, then eventually you're going to start losing some of that bone density on your mandible. Um, so same oh. thing. Then you're going to have aesthetic issues with that where, you know, there may not be enough filler in the world to give you back that structure that you've lost. So, Holy moly. Yeah, so it's good. Holy moly. There's just more to think about <laughs> than therapeutics. Just like there's more to think about than just aesthetics. Like you've got to marry those two worlds. Totally. So I think that's great because in dentistry, that's so easy for us. Like that's so, that's, we can join those so seamlessly. Wow. That's awesome. You are, that is great. Thank like you. that I is know. very. I'm, I'm now afraid to put like, anything into my face. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I like if I ever do it, I don't want to go to anyone but you. I know. Because like, I, I, you I, know. I trust you. I know. I was thinking, I was thinking about them like hmm, how much is a flight <laughs> whoever's listening somebody needs to hear this okay so there's really dangerous areas I mean any of it can be dangerous because obviously when you're working with fillers like I'm not trying to back people out of fillers but when you're working with fillers you can get a vascular occlusion um and the awesome thing about the face is basically it all leads to your eye so you could go blind like from lips basically if they if they occluded and they didn't catch it but there's certain areas that are really, really dangerous. So nasolabial folds, really dangerous area. Um, under really? eyes are a really dangerous area. And then the nose is so dangerous. So oh. I used to say, like, when I was starting out, I was like, I will never do temples. I will never do under eyes. And at that time, noses were not a thing. So I, I didn't know to say I would never do noses. Um, so I'm six years in now. I've been injecting for six years. And I do under eyes. And... I'm comfortable there, but I'm respectfully comfortable. So if you have somebody that's like, oh, yeah, eyes are a breeze. I do eyes. And, you know, first off, they're not taking it seriously enough. So that should scare you because that's not an area that everybody needs. You've got to really know when to judge when somebody needs an eye filler, like because it can make you look worse sometimes instead of better make you look like you have bags yes yes and if it's not done correctly it can recruit a lot of swelling it's just typically when people get botched work it's usually under the eye so you don't want somebody just starting out being like yeah i can do under eyes no go to somebody experienced go to somebody that and nose. I had no idea that the nose was the, such so a... So the nose is Because you think it's like such so a hard dangerous. place. That's what I started to say. So that is like absolutely where I draw my line. Like 
I will not do a nose. Not only will I not do a nose, but some of the most skilled injectors that I've ever trained with won't do noses, which tells me, you know, obviously not everybody needs to be doing that. So to me, unless you're a surgeon that's doing nose jobs, so you know, you know where everything is, you know that anatomy really, really well, then you probably do not need to be injecting the nose. So don't just hop into like your local injector and think you're going to get your your nose filled. Um, Make sure, just go ahead and go to a plastic surgeon because also... They're going to be able to tell you, hey, like maybe this filler's not going to do the job. They'll definitely do filler if they can, but they'll tell you the filler's not going to do the job, and then they can actually, you know, guide you on surgery. Is it because of the sinus that's so close? Is no. It, what is it about the nose? Because like you've got an artery, and it's easy to occlude right there, and if you do... Uh, it necrosis, okay. so you basically lose your nasal tip. I liter I literally just googled nose anatomy. You knew you lose you can, your what? So it'll necrose, and you can lose your nasal tip. Yeah. Or you can go blind. <gasps> basically, any like the worst thing that can go wrong with fillers okay. on any part of your face is you're like, or you can go blind. So, you know, <laughs> okay. again, don't okay, group on shop. This is serious stuff. This is I love this it. has been this delightful. It really was. Did fun. you say this the word good. delightful at the same time as I did? I think I said wonderful, but <laughs> we'll pretend. Let's pretend. I'll edit it in. <laughs> this is delightful. That's awesome. Um, is it time? It is. Thank you so much, doctor. I think it's time for our tooth or dare. Are you ready? Do you, do you know what we do? We do this thing, right? So We do a tooth or a dare at the end. The girls on my lunch break today, they looked it up so they could show me because, you know, they do podcasts, but I don't. And they were like, so they said Aww. something about it today. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, it, wait, do they listen to our they podcast? They started listening when I said I was going to be on here. So they're like, there's a truth or dare at the end. And I was like, no, I hate truth or dares. I always hated it. Like in elementary school, I always felt like somebody was going to like dare me to eat something gross or like run around the building naked. Uh So the good thing is you can, so Irene and I are going to rock, paper, scissors or whatever. And then whoever loses, you can either tooth or dare the person who loses, or you can ask, you could be tooth or dared. I'm extra dare me. That makes me so excited. But make it good because I'm bold. You are bold. Okay, you're right. She is like that. Okay. I'm obsessed. She's got a good one. I do. I and I I don't know why I envision you doing this. I'm obsessed with this girl. Her name is Elizabeth Gills. She's on um the Dynasty TV show, the new one. So three posts ago on whatever, four days ago from today, whatever that was. She posted this video of her wearing this, like, epic long white trench coat with, like, these fabulous... I'm pretty sure she's wearing rock studs. And she's doing this, like, slow motion walk. I feel like I want you to do that with, like, a lab coat and heels on and maybe, like, a bloody glove in one hand and, like, your needle of some (laughs) kind in the other hand. Like a gun. Like, you're holding it, like, up like a gun or something. Yeah, perfect. Because... Yeah, you're I'm in. in. You're in. Are you in? Are you going to do it? Yeah. Yes. I'm just going to do it not fall down. You could do it. And if you do fall down, <laughs> I think that's even better. Even better. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, see it. So you have wait. seven days from this episode airing to post it on so your Instagram story. I'm totally going to line that up yeah, with a hair wash day so I'll look appropriate, okay? All right. Look you got it, girl. We love it. We love it. <laughs> So before we let you go, where can people find you if they want to talk with you? Um, so I'm best at answering my DMs on Instagram. Like 
don't Facebook yes. me. I hate that we even have a Facebook. I'm sorry. And it's too hard to keep up with everything. <laughs> and literally only my grandmother totally. like says things on my Facebook, I think. So I'm going to categorize totally. you there if you message me on Facebook. So um, DM, me, <laughs> DM me on Instagram. And my account is at the tooth booth. Um, I am, I manage the account. I'm the one that runs it. I'll answer your questions. And I'm usually pretty quick about getting back to you. So, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Cool. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for being here. Thank you. We had so Thank much you. fun Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank Don't you. get your injectables you. off group on, okay? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I love how she connects health to cosmetics, like, so much. Right? Like, they're... Yeah. I love how she connects it all. It's important because you want to yeah. be happy and healthy. And she's totally cool and down to earth too. I mean, she's got a yeah. farm and horses and yeah. uh, go, like shows her horses and her son recently started showing horses. I mean, that's adorable. Adorbs. She's fun. Adorbs. So thank you for being on our, yes. our podcast. And she's going to probably come to Toronto soon. So once my office is oh, open, cool. she's going to come here and host one of her Botox and filler courses. Heck yeah. Yeah. So we're planning that out now and hopefully that'll happen sometimes in sometime in February or March. That'll be so awesome. If you're in the Toronto cool. area and you want to learn from the one and only at Tooth Booth, there we go. Check her yeah. out. Tooth, tooth versus tooth. Yep. Or tooth times tooth. So, tooth Booth at Tooth Life. Yeah. <laughs> tooth Booth at Tooth Life. That's so smart. I like that. I like that. That'll be the name of it. <laughs> that'll be, that'll so, be your advertisement. Whitney, you're not out of office anymore. Where can people find you? <laughs> I'm back here, everyone. Hey, everyone. You can find me. You know what? I have a website now <gasps> that I don't promote enough. Yeah. And it, it's super easy. It's just teethtalkgirl.com. What I love about it is you can actually, um, you could search a video. You don't have to just like scroll through like on YouTube. Oh. Because usually on youtube.com slash teethtalk. If you're like, oh, I want to see if she talked about charcoal, you just like type it in. That's so cool. So you can find me there. And you and of course, on Instagram, at teethtalkgirl. How about you, Irene? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at toothlife.irene. You can find us at the podcast at toothordare.podcast. We have a website too, toothordare.podcast.toothordare.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to episodes anywhere you normally listen to your streaming services. So Podbean, Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, Google Play. You can find us in all of those areas. Uh-huh. Yeah. So thank you, Hugh Freedy, again <laughs> for sponsoring another episode. Go and check out the HD Black line mirror, the diamond-like carbon coating that they've put on it. Make sure that you add those to your cart when you order your next set of instruments because as Whitney's statistics mentioned, they're 50% brighter than front-facing mirrors, 38.5% brighter than rhodium-coated mirror front glass mirrors, and they're 80% more awesome than anything else in the world. There we go. <laughs> and Lisa... Thank you, Lisa, for being an awesome Thank you. podcast listener and dental professional. At Strictly Dental Pro. Hey, what? All right, Whitney, that's it. We're done for the day. That's it. Thank you. Have a wonderful Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, if that's your thing. If not, enjoy your regular, I mean, thirsty, not Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, Thursday could mean you're drinking tea or water. Well, that's my kind of thing. Anything that's, that's thirst-quenching. Heck yeah. <laughs> On that note, peace, love, and teeth. <laughs>